Broadcasting from Hollywood, it's the official On Air with Brandon J podcast. Everyone, I'm Sarah Baker and I'm here with Brandon J with OMG Music Television. Okay. Hey, what's up guys? I'm Brandon. Welcome to On Air with Brandon J. I'm joined by special guest today, Sarah Baker. Sarah, how are you today? I am so good, Brandon. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. And apparently my animal is too, if that's all right. A absolutely. <laughs> no, it's it's great to have you because we'll just touch just briefly on your background and all of the things that I've learned uh, recently. Uh, you worked, you know, as an exec with Apple and, and you work with PayPal and stuff like that. So like, what is the difference with the culture of Silicon Valley versus like Hollywood or Los Angeles, for example? Oh my gosh, it is wildly different because for the most part, everyone works in tech. So you go out to a happy hour. They're like, what company do you work for? What do you do? What do you do? It's all about what do you do? Um, and your clout is based on where you are, right? You know, if you're over here at one company, you know, Apple obviously is, is the top tier. And I think once I hit that point, I saw, um, but on, on, on overall, it was just basically such a non-diverse uh, place to live, dating, working, knowing the same people. I loved it because, you know, we, we got a chance to really bob around to different companies to get right. exam, um, experience with different, I worked in, within the product orgs, the marketing orgs. I worked, you know, I was actually running four lines of businesses at one point with Apple, working with the guys, the VPs under Tim Cook with my 20 person creative team um, every day, you know, and I've worked with the other PMs to get scheduled. Um, it was very, very hectic and very, um, you know, very cutthroat, but I think Apple for one hired top tier talent. So everyone was on it, on it, on it. Like my team was phenomenal. I was very lucky. They just knocked stuff out and it was perfect. And I, I think that my experience was, it really largely depends on the part of the organization that you're at. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. And, and how your personality is, right? Do you fit in with the culture? Every company's got different cultures and every org does, right? So after leaving Silicon Valley, like what is on your agenda at the moment, Sarah? Yeah. You know, what's funny. I, I worked at, oh my gosh, PayPal, eBay, Salesforce, Sephora, Meta, Facebook, Apple. Um, I did a few startups that worked with those clients to get some more experience. And uh, I think that I needed to do that. I think everyone needs to really get their hands dirty, do that 70 hour work week, get that time in, see how, you know, you, you learn so many soft skills, you learn so many hard skills. I, I think anybody can jump into something if they have enough talent, if they have the attitude to do it. So I learned a lot doing that. Um, but once, you know, it was probably about eight or so years, I, I felt like I hit the top of, I hit the top, right? Apple is it. There's no going, there's no going back. So I decided the one thing I didn't like about it was that we were chained to a desk. And I believe that they felt that the office culture was really 
where it needed to be and where You're we supposed needed to be to obsessed with with work. I mean, you know the drill. Why do you think? Well, oh, yeah. Well. Why do you think they have food and buses and everything? They just right. want you to never, ever, ever leave. And this, the funny part is we would go to happy hours after work with each other and we would go out with oh, each other. Which have, almost every single one of my <laughs> friends worked in tech. And it's the only thing is because we knew each other, like we understood our lives. It made sense. So when I moved to LA, I actually was a breath of fresh air. It was because of COVID. I was blessed to be able to work remote. Um, I, as a program, like a high level program manager. I ran people. I ran teams. I ran manage up and down. I need to focus. So for me, I didn't need to collaborate. They, my teams would collaborate, pull me in. I had junior producers under me. And so it was, it was very, very different, but LA was fun. I loved meeting people in other industries. You'd go to a party, you'd go to anything and they wouldn't be like, who do you work for? They'd be like, what do you do? Who are you? And, and so that was really, you really do fun. For me bingo right so that was the only thing that I didn't like about that because I was like well I can be awesome to hang out with and I'm smart and I'm fun <laughs> right I mean what do you want from me but but yeah it was a lot about what can you do for me are you in the are you in the industry um I did go to a lot of industry parties I hosted a lot of parties I did make a lot of really amazing friends and for me after the kind of burnout culture of FSB, LA was nice because I got to really just enjoy myself and work remote. You lost the commute time, you lose all of that time wasted, right? So you have more time to yourself and you can run across the street and actually, you know, get some sun or go to the pool, get some sun, come back down, do more meetings and have a life, right? So um, I loved it. But at that point, they were going back to the office and I um, my family's in Florida, so I decided to up and move to Miami. Don't know how, don't know why I got here, but uh, Miami is now my home, and I love it because there's it's global, it's international, it's it's very um, it's very open, open minded, and fun. And but you any know day what's of the interesting week. about Miami, Sarah, is mm -hmm. Miami is has a huge tech hub because of Bitcoin and all of the other things. So it's very right. interesting how uh, life has led you to yeah. Miami, Florida. Well, that's part that's part of it because I, I am also an investor as well in crypto. Um, I did work with a lot of crypto and NFT companies when I was in California. So a lot of my friends also moved here. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's becoming a big tech hub, not only because of um, the people moving from California and New York and the diversity that it's becoming, but because of the global international scale and the reach and the people that come here, because we can easily hop on a flight and be in Europe and at a conference. And I know friends that do that every week. I have a friend that travels. He's a global DJ and a private equity firm managing director. So you can truly be anything you want down here. And that's great. Right. That's awesome. It's, 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 it's Leading huge. into my next question, and thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. You know, when you as an investor, and I'll just say an angel investor for for mm -hmm. that matter. Yep, that's what true. What do you that's look true. for in those companies that you are considering placing a considerable investment into? 
Yeah, so for me, I uh, definitely am an angel. Um, I'm a founding member of a company. When I moved here, I, I built out operations for a startup and I'm a founding member for that company, but I did not invest personally. I simply came in, built out the ops, helped run it for a while. But then I started investing in um and something that mattered a little bit more to me from the heart, and it was a personal investment. So I suggest that they do their due diligence on that company. And I'm talking dig deep. What is the mission? What are what are their values? What are their goals? What are their metrics of success? Um, do you feel it aligns with you deep in your heart and your gut? I rely a lot a lot on my intuition, um, a combo of head and heart and what feels right. Um, and it's okay to make a couple of small investments here and there just to kind of get your feet wet when you're younger and, and a little bit more inexperienced. And I would highly, highly invest that while you're doing due diligence on the company, speak to if you have a colleague or a friend that's invested before, get their, pick their brain too. That's what I did. When I invested in my first company, I called one of my partners who was the partnerships head of my current startup. Um, and I was like, what do you think about this? I ran through everything and I, he asked me a bunch of questions. Funny enough, he and I had the exact same one red flag. It was wild. So I'm like, all right, we're on the right page. So I think it's really important to just do your due diligence on the company. See if you feel good about it. See if they have a plan. See if it feels like they know where they want to be, where they want to go. And then trust your heart and your head. But also, you know, get advice. See, see if someone else thinks the same and um, and I think that's something that some people really need to think about. When growing your brand, Sarah, yeah, what should yeah. entrepreneurs look to avoid? Because there's so many things. I mean, when you've never done something before, building a brand, building a company from scratch, it's very tedious. It's it's daunting. There's trials and tribulations along with that. But someone that's kind of done that, because you. You, you know, what's interesting is I just interviewed uh, Heather Monahan and some of the yeah. same points that she touched on, you've spoken about too. So I know there's some truth to mm -hmm. everything you ladies are speaking about, but what should an entrepreneur avoid? I love Heather, first of all. She's phenomenal. She's kind of like, I could see myself being her, you know, in a, in, in a little bit. I would love to be on stage and, and speaking and, and everything. But um, so Sarah, you know, thank you for sharing that. and. As an entrepreneur out there, there's so many things to avoid, so many daunting elements of starting a company and getting people to believe in your vision and finding a solution to the problem in the current marketplace. What advice do you have for those entrepreneurs out there of things to try to avoid? Because I know it's tough when you've never done something before, but you being skilled in that area, what would you tell them? You know, it's funny. I'm I'm still kind of on the earlier part of my journey as well. And so I look up to people, you know, like Heather, who you've just interviewed. Um, I look up to people that have been where I've been and that are going where I want to go. I think the biggest advice, and there's another girl, Jen Gottlieb, who I think is phenomenal. She is one of the most, you, you know, right? She yes. has this presence about her. So I used to be a performer. I'm a professional singer, dancer, violinist, theme park entertainer. So for me, confidence is not hard. 
that's never right. been hard for me. So I'm I'm very blessed and very lucky that public speaking and networking and getting out there is not it's not hard for me. So I think that's helped me also in my career as well because when you manage people, you have to get to know them. You have to have them. You have to have them earn your respect, and you have to be, you know, very very authentic and genuine. So I think that's one thing is look up. Who do you want to be? Um, emulate them. Like, who do you want to be? And 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 look at what they do and look like how look how how they speak and who they interact with and and their essence. And so I've been watching actually her for a while and I really love some of the things she talks about. And I think the biggest things come that comes down to confidence and being a, not afraid to fail. Because here's the thing: you're gonna fail. You're gonna fail absolutely uh, more than once, and it's gonna be painful. Uh, we all know that. But I think it's mostly a combination of getting yourself out there, putting yourself out there, finding ways to, um, you know, network, finding people to to listen to and to. Um, just to help yourself grow. I, I'm always learning from other people, always. I am never, ever going to stop learning. And so if you find someone that, that aligns with the place that you want to go to, makes sense, to, right? Just to, to emulate how they got there. So look at look look up to them and um, see if you can connect with them personally. See if you can, um, I, I would love to you know, take her to lunch and pick her brain on how she got there. But, but I actually kind of had to do it myself. So I put myself out there and I started networking and, um, through that, I've met lots of interesting people and that's led me to some of the other investments that I've made. I'm, I'm actually right now working on a travel company that a gal lives in my actual building and, you know, just randomly met, uh, she, she loved my energy, vice versa. So sometimes it's a combination of luck and opportunity, right? But you have to, um, that, I think that's you have to what it comes up. down to. It, it's all about who, you know, yes. and them having confidence in you. Because the thing that I've learned, Sarah, people are less likely to invest into an individual or an idea without that individual or idea having a strong team backing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. hundred percent. It is all about relationships nowadays. It's all about who do you know who, not, not in the way that we talk about in the LA scene, who do you know, but in the way we talk about who do you know, who are you connected to, like some of these big power players, I have learned so much just by listening to them. My biggest thing is we have two ears and one mouth. Listen, just take it in, absorb, ask them questions. And as an entrepreneur, you know, I know business very, very well, but there are certain things that I can learn from them that they've done along their journey and vice versa. And I mentor people that have done, that are that want to do what I do. So it's kind of like, learning from the folks that have been there and then bringing that to yourself and then bringing that to other folks that are wanting to get to where you are. Speaking I think relationship mentorship, Sarah, yeah. uh, the, the female empowerment thing is so large at hand right now. And, and I think it's great, right? Uh, women like yourself and others, Heather, uh, you guys are empowering other people to really uh, get focused to become motivated. Uh, do you think that that stems a lot of uh, coaching that you're doing right now with those that are enduring mental health uh, scenarios? 
Yeah. Yeah. Right now, you know, I think for a while we lived in this weird distorted culture where women felt like they had to use their blot, their bodies, their beauty, whatever to get ahead. Um, and I'm really, really pleased to see that women are stepping up and they're stepping up in a good way where they're balancing work and life, but they're also like women are really good leaders. They're really good at connecting with people not that men aren't but it's something we haven't ever seen in the past so it's nice to see them shine and for me I um I really love mentoring and and talking with junior pms or or, or anyone that's that's wanting to get into the space because we have that kind of feminine energy and and I think that's really important because people for me I don't know what it is they just trust me. I, I was on a bus in San Francisco. It's a funny story. And because we took the bus to work every day and this woman came up to me and we just started talking and I'm the kind of person that will talk to a wall, you know, I'll talk to anybody. So she was asking me questions. And by the end of the bus trip, she said, thank you so much for listening and for, you know, for everything. She said, you are really admirable or really in inspiring to me that you've done all of this. And so it's for me to inspire somebody else is is the biggest gift I could give. And that's kind of my my journey right now is to help other people because when I started, to be quite frank, I didn't have anybody. I was completely on my own. I was just doing it. I, I got lucky. And I think, like I said, with the confidence thing, um, that didn't hurt because I wasn't afraid to put myself out there. So for those that are, I do offer even confidence coaching, interview coaching, um, networking coaching. There's pub, you know public speaking coaching. There's so many things that are really little tweaks that you can start putting into your daily routine, practicing, you know, things like that. It's, I'm really, really excited to see that the females of this world are stepping up and wanting to be part of the business world. And, and I do think it's unfortunate that not everyone can work remote, but it, the fact that a lot of us can, especially in tech, especially in entrepreneurship, I see more and more people, younger people, I'm learning from people younger than me, how to be an entrepreneur and how to make money doing something I've never heard of. So I think coming together as a community is super important, staying, staying in touch with others like-minded people. I've been kind of magnetically drawing people to me that have just been incredibly um, insightful for myself as well. And I think I mentioned the travel company that we're working on. This this girl lives in my building. It was serendipity. And we just became friends. And she's from the UK and she's phenomenal. And we're now building a team of women under us to with this UK-based travel company that's super successful over there. But now it's coming to the US market. So that opportunity just happened to fall in my lap. And so I got lucky, uh, but it's because of, I think, our our confidence, our energy that people want to talk to us and they want to work with us. And so I think it's really important that everyone builds their confidence up to that point where they feel like they're empowered because we are. We absolutely yeah, are. There's sure. nothing you can't do. It's all in your mind. It's a, it's a mindset shift. And and that's something I talk about too, and and I'm going to be starting a podcast and doing I was going to I was leading into that next question. I, I rumor yeah. has it that Sarah Baker is getting ready to launch a podcast. So can you yes. just give us a, a quick overview of what we can expect from this podcast? 
You are correct, Brandon. It is the rumors are true. I've been on a few podcasts so far here in Miami just to see what I thought about them and how I felt about it. And I got a lot of good feedback that why don't you just start one? You have so much to say. You're great on great on camera. And I'm like, sounds fun. I think I should do that. Uh, but my my biggest thing is gonna be very similar. So I know a couple podcasts, which I will not name. They're very controversial at the moment. They're more geared towards men and fitness. You all right. know who I'm talking about. I'm going to be kind of more on the other side of it. Like, okay, how do we as women at, you know, build up our, our confidence, but I'm not going to limit it with that. I, I want to talk about things that are controversial that matter as well. I want it to be an open forum, a community where entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs can come together, people that want to better themselves in any way. It doesn't have to be in business. It could be in any way. Um, just, you know, it could even be about self-love, spirituality. Um, I'm still figuring out exactly how to, how to position it, but the biggest goal is just how to make yourself the best that you can be. And whatever that way is, you know, I want to bring people together that can, we can talk about things like that. And we can say, Hey, I'm burning out. What do I do? I, Personally, I know how to how to how to fix that, but but there's a lot of people that they they don't know where to turn, and so I'm thinking that that's something that I can bring a lot of value to. And podcasts are huge nowadays, so you know they, they you sure know. are. I mean, it, yeah. you, you would be surprised once you launch it. That that's the hardest thing, right? Launching it, yeah. and staying consistent with it, bringing yeah. content that people are going to be engaged with, not just talking about just random Joe Blow stuff that anybody else can talk about. But exactly. asking questions, which leads me into my final question for you, Sarah. Okay. If you could talk to the younger version of yourself, Sarah Baker, what would yeah. you tell her? That is a great question. So basically, I think I already kind of touched on, on this once. Um, you're going to fail. You're going right. to fail. It happens, right? Like things, things happen. Just get back up and keep going, learn from it, pivot. Um, it, every time that you fail and fall down, you get stronger and don't let that take you down. Don't let that like lower your confidence. Um, I would say there's going to be times that you're scared. Go for it anyways. Yes. Just go for it and um, have that confidence, fake, not fake it till you make it type thing, but really just say, look, I'm just going to go for it because what's the worst that could happen? Something great could come out of it. And again, you could fail, but something great could come out of it. And the thing is the person on the other side, they've been there too. So, you know, there's really no reason to find a mentor, learn from everyone you meet. Like I said, listen, listen to other people, ask questions, be open-minded, um, I know it's hard to say that, but take those risks and challenges on along the way and really push yourself out of your comfort zone because there's no way to grow if you don't. And I know that's, like I said, it's hard to say, but, but I think that with that podcast, we can probably help to pull out that confidence and in, in people, right. Where they feel like they can come out of their comfort zone. And I would love to see more people out there doing what they love. One of my startups is actually about a purpose-driven life, finding what your passion is and building a community around it. So, you know, just like I said, don't be afraid to fail, fail fast, fail often, pivot, 
get yourself out there, network, meet people, build relationships, build that confidence, um, and then keep time for yourself, right? Like do there things you in your day. Yeah, do things in your day that you love. If you meditate, if you do yoga, if you dance, I always spend at least 10 or 20 minutes a day with one of those things even if I'm super busy and I like to delegate too. I want to throw that in there. There's a really big thing today about, I have to do everything and I have to be everywhere. You don't, you don't have to be everywhere. You can delegate. There's people, there's third party apps that'll do it for you. Spend time doing the things. I mean, that we you have love. AI, we have apps that'll do our job for us in like yeah. a couple of minutes. I mean, what do you, what do you think about this? I mean, and, and what's, what's right. interesting about this, Sarah, they're talking about AI replacing individual jobs. And speaking of Silicon Valley, you've seen the, the layoffs at Meta. Uh, you've seen yeah. the layoffs at uh, Google, uh, Microsoft, the list goes on. I, it's definitely something that we should be paying attention to. I agree. I agree. And that is a whole nother conversation. And that's something that <laughs> right. that's, a, that's another interview we'll have. <laughs> I don't on, think on, we have time for AI. that. We have to Yes. We'll do a follow up on on my my theories on AI. I think that there are really great benefits to it as long yes. as we do it properly. And um and yeah, there are some things that I saw in Silicon Valley that were incredible. I mean, the power of this is if it needs to be harnessed right. And I yes. think that there's ways where we can utilize it to to replace jobs that will then leave those openings for people to do something that they love to do. And I think it can really advance society in a lot of ways if done right, like I said. But we but look, there's chat GPT, everything going on right now. There's so much that's going on in that world that I don't know. As long as we as long as we do it right, I think that I think it'll be okay. But it's definitely going to replace a lot of people's jobs. It's going to replace a lot of the things in that we do in society. Yes. But but I do think that's an, a good thing because there's that will leave gaps for us to move into higher and higher advancements. You know, right. look at what Tesla's doing. Look at what look at what we're doing with you know. Look how far technology has come in just the last ten years. Can you imagine what it's going to be like in in the next five or ten? I, I mean, it it is it is mind blowing. But the thing that I've learned is, long as an individual learns how to adapt with mm -hmm. change, educate yourself, learn how yeah. to use. You may you may be accustomed like like the older generation to where you want to use a flip phone, for example, but because of all the new modern advances and speaking to someone from Apple, you've got the iPhone, you've got the Android, you know, you've got all of this technology at your fingertips that can help you do your job, that can help you be able to communicate with people around the world in yeah. such a greater opportunity. I think it's amazing. I, I've always I do been too. I mean, my, my team... My team is global. We don't have yeah. an office. We communicate yeah. via multiple things day to day. And I, as a very fast processor and multitasker, it works really, really well for me because I'm able to, I'm actually running three different companies and I'm adding fourth at the moment. And I still have a life and I'm traveling and I'm, I'm feeling more free than ever because the technology has given that ability for us to do like no offense, but sitting in an office from nine to five or nine to nine <laughs> right. was not, was not no offense doing taken. anyone. No, you're, you're good. You're good. No offense I mean, taken. Sarah, where good. can we follow you on social media? Okay. So my Instagram is, this is Sarah Baker. I'll 
this is Sarah Baker, it's me. Um, and there's a link tree there as well. So if you click on that, you'll find all my links. You'll see my, you can book a session with me. You can join my travel company, join my team. It's growing like wildfire. We are so excited about that. And um, I'm going to be adding a couple other things to there once the podcast gets going. So that's where you can find me. Congrats, Sarah. Thank you for being a special guest today here on On Air with Brennan J. Congrats on the new podcast. I will definitely be an avid listener. Uh, I'm always about empowering and, and getting educated on certain things that are that are current that we need to really focus and, and pay attention to. So thank you so much. Uh, enjoy Miami. I love Miami, Sunny Isles Beach. It, it, it's paradise down there. It's beautiful. No, thank you so much, Brandon, for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. And yeah, thank you. It's it's I, I'm very excited and I feel like, you know, this is kind of my my year to really branch out and do things. And I want to bring people along with me and meet more people. So thank you. With there you go. Honored to be here with you. Absolutely. Sarah, thank you so much. I'm Brenda J. We'll see you next time. Goodbye for now. Hi, I'm Adele. I love playing live. I love the rush. I like feeling at home. I feel really at home on stage. I like people leaving my gig being really pleased. Hey, y'all, it's Chloe. Hi, this is Chris from Coldplay. It's Doja Cat. Hey, what's up? This is Dave from Glass Animals. Hey, what's up? It's Jay Balbin. Hey, it's Billie Eilish. What's good? It's Lady Gaga. Hi, it's BTS. What's good, everybody? It's Bozzy. Hi, this is Brandon, and you are tuning in to On Air with Brandon J right here on iHeartRadio. Oh, you need some time to be alone To reflect on life and what we've done Oh, you need some time to be strong To be strong for you and me Sometimes I sit and cry Wishing for someone to hold me tight Tight How can you go on feeling strong? How can you go on feeling? 
pictures from the time you went to Paris the last year Acting like you're still there All your stories telling stories showing you're so happy But you're just selling tea I think you've peaked In your airplane seat You've shown your ass at least a thousand times Each took a thousand tries All the polish you go through But you need more than likes Just make your OnlyFans live I think you've peaked In your airplane seat Trampled underfoot, a definitive change Voices are calling out, brave and afraid About the universe won't stay the same Thank you. 
podcast. I'm Brandon on air with Brandon J. If you have not followed me on social media, make sure you follow me on all social media at I am Brandon J. And if we are not connected on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Brandon J. Each episode, we're going to feature brand new content with purpose behind it. News from Hollywood execs, artists, talent, entertainment news, you name it, all things Hollywood right here on On Air with Brandon J. Thank you for tuning in to On Air with Brandon J. Follow on Instagram at I am Brandon J.